Live from the Shangri-La of South County. Coming to you from Rustin Tustin in the state of disrepair. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. I think my maybe my headphones are a little quiet. Feels a little off. We missed one day. Feels like I've never done the show before. There we go. That's better. Yeah, it's a lot going on in the last week. Yeah. Did you see that hilarious uh, Trump and Rudy Giuliani clip? No. Which one? I'll get the link here and, and make sure you um, describe what you're seeing. Okay. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see Trump, who looks a lot younger, uh, and Rudy Giuliani in drag. Uh, Trump, or he just sprayed perfume on him, and now Trump is putting his face into Rudy's breasts. This is very weird. Isn't that amazing? Trump motorboating Rudy Giuliani in drag. <laughs> it's crazy to think that uh, between this video and then the one, the the wrestling one, where he's like uh, body slamming Vince McMahon on the ground and like getting on top of him and punching him over and over again, that that guy's the president of the United States. <laughs> Anything is possible. I know. I'm drinking Soylent. I like all the time uh, that if you ever go on the Donald subreddit, there's all there's this timeline meme. Like, did they how ban we it? No, it's still going. Oh, okay. They actually try to suppress the numbers. They're, the all-time people online was there, or the for a single day, the most online was like six hundred thousand, and then within like uh, five minutes, it dropped down to two hundred thousand. Hmm. So there's like that, and then the uh, uh, the overall uh, following uh, 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 amount of people is like I think almost three million, and they they lowered those numbers too. Well, this particular uh, video that I linked to you has been suppressed in the opposite sense. Like it's been a, they attempted to censor it. If you look at all the duplicate images here. All of these gifts of him, of Trump motorboating Rudy Giuliani. Uh, they all have like less than 100 upvotes. And that was over 18 days ago. Yeah, because it's funny. Can't this have is fucking funny. hilarious. This is amazing. Yeah, they can't, they can't have Hitler looking hilarious, right? Well, you would think that this That's is the kind of stuff that would get a president impeached. I think it's fucking hilariously awesome. So. I think that's when get him impeached. Are you kidding me? This is this is like this would probably make him endearing to a lot of people. <laughs> but there's only one that made it to, you know, over over nine thousand. Actually, over three three fifty. Yeah, there well, isn't the, a, another one of these duplicate posts that's over two hundred seventy five. So, the thing I was uh, getting at earlier though is that there's a meme on the the Donald Sum Reddit about timelines and how we live in the best one because of what happened in the last election and how like everything is upside down like <laughs> the <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to happen like it wasn't ca- it was it was miscalculated or something and we're just a fragment <laughs> or a different reality <laughs> 
That's such an amusing way to look at it. Yeah. If you if you believe in the simulation theory stuff that we all live in a simulation, that that's that's the only explanation. Something didn't go right in the code. Where do the grays come in on this? This theory? I don't know. I'm still looking for them. They're hidden in plain sight. I believe it. <clears throat> Watching this video, I can see it. I think some of them are in Hollywood. I think some of them wear skin suits. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, well, I was drinking a uh, Vine Stephaner Vitus. I downed that really quickly, so I'm, I'm pretty buzzed right now. Um, I just poured some sparkling natural lime flavor because they're sparkling water. I'm drinking Soylent. Oh, like the stuff that the, is people? Yes, made of people. What was that? Soylent Green. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a funny name. I wonder if they were aware of that when they... Oh, they definitely were. I think that's part of the reason why they made it and used that name. Um, it says it's a complete meal. It tastes like Cheerios in like milky soup water. Isn't it soy garbage? Yeah, this is probably this is soy boy stuff right here. Soy is no good. Soy protein, yeah. Yeah. Maltodextrin. I mean, it's okay. I I like soybeans because they're delicious, like edamame, but soy products are not good, especially if you're a male. They alter your DNA if you consume them over Produced and over again. Produced with genetic engineering. Oh. Even better. You think I'll get superpowers? No. You'll, mm. uh... You'll start getting a narrower chin. Your Adam's <laughs> apple will disappear. <laughs> and your voice will get higher. <laughs> Did you just assume my gender? <laughs> um, selenium. I think selenium is good for you. Manganese. How can there be 50-20% things on here? That's 20% of your daily... It's 20% of your daily value, mm. probably. Correct, yes. Percent of which, daily value. Which is low, too, because those... FDA calculated recommended recommended daily values are like way below what you should actually have depending on what what the mineral or the vitamin is this really tastes like Cheerios sounds like the, gross like Cheerio milk after yeah. you've had Cheerios in it this is not a good thing to drink on the show now that I'm hearing my voice it's like kind of phlegmy Ugh. Yeah, wouldn't drink that stuff. Uh, it's okay, the drink itself. There's also a coffee version, which is Cheerios with a hint of coffee. I like black coffee or energy drinks. That's that's all I need for my beverage throughout the day. Other than that, water or mineral water is good. Yeah, I'm still having that German mineral water. 
Oh, the uh, which one are you drinking again? Not Pellegrino. Um, girls, girl, girl Steiner. Girl Steiner. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I'm uh, microdosing lithium through Girl Steiner. Good for you, I guess. Uh, mineral water. Uh, it's funny because like all like what I'm drinking right now technically isn't mineral water. It's just spring water that's carbonated with lime flavoring added um but like perrier which is actual flavored mineral water they taste almost exactly the same but there's a slightly different uh sensation on your tongue when you drink actual mineral water kind of burns a little bit more um so this stuff is i think a little bit more drinkable the discarbonated spring water like i can only have like one mineral water a day and then I get kind of tired of it. But if I drink, I could drink this stuff throughout the day and not get tired of it. Yeah, I only have one. I can't have two. Um, have you been following the stuff with uh, Dick Sporting Goods and how they made it so you can't buy any guns there, not even rifles, unless you're 21 or older? And they decided that they're not going to carry any semi-automatic firearms anymore. And uh, because of that, uh, Smith & Wesson, Mossberg, and one other company have all pulled out of having their stuff sold there. Yeah, fuck them. The only thing I ever got there was shoes. Yeah, they... both dicks and big five suck ass now you used to be able to go in there and buy like like uh m1s and stuff like that and like bolt action rifles like they don't have shit anymore you go in there they have all they have is like mini 14s if that and everything else is like 22 caliber stuff they don't sell handguns anymore so fuck both of them um Speaking you're, of, <clears throat> huh? You're better off going to a local FFL anyway. Yeah. Speaking of, I ordered a uh, uh, TAC 9 lower, which is a 9mm AR lower, and it takes Glock mags. So it, it'll take uh, 9mm, 357, and 40. So you could actually get a 357 SIG or 40 upper to go with it you don't have to do nine millimeter i'm gonna do nine millimeter because well first of all it's the cheapest and um maybe eventually i'll end up getting like a nine millimeter glock and i could just reuse the mags from that and the glock what were you hearing about the fifth gen glock um they added like a flared bottom on it that was totally uncalled for and it people when they go for quick drawing it like uh people in law enforcement and stuff like that have complained that their their uh palm hits the end of the the like the bottom of the the where it's flared out instead of sliding up onto the grip and then when they draw they have to adjust it in their hand because it they can't wrap their their hand around it properly it's just it's a poor, it's a flawed design in the the bottom part of the grip. I'm not seeing it. Hold I'm on. looking at images. 
<clears throat> I think I'll link you the, uh, the thing I was looking at. Oh, the other problem is it has plastic sights. Hello and welcome back. Shit, sorry. That was a YouTube video. For some fucking reason, Google Images linked me into a YouTube video thumbnail. I don't know. I'm trying to look at the differences, and I don't see where it's really flared on the 5th gen. It's the very bottom where the mag is. It looks exactly the same on the 4th and the 3rd gen. Uh, to me, hold on. I guess it depends on how the lighting is hitting it, but you can see it it it's it rolls out on the bottom in this picture right here. God, it takes you to a fucking YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the YouTube thumbnails. I think they're caching servers somehow getting displayed in these Google images. So I found one. Your Glock has that where it rolls out on the bottom like that. What they try to do is they made the grip they try to make the grip narrower and then the base of the of the frame flare out where the mag goes in to line up with the mag. I think I found it, but trying to find here. I hate how Google removed the view image option. Yeah, I use that all the time. Then they get sued or something by some know. art faggots for the, that reason. There you go. Probably. Yeah. Fuck Google. I've been running my own search engine with uh, Yacy. Total pain in the ass, but I have a specific reason for it. I'll tell you about it later. Although I might have so, talked about it on the last show. I can see how it flares out, but you're talking like one and a half millimeters, probably. I think I it makes a difference. Judge. And the... Uh, I have the site here that I was looking at for all the other things, but it has plastic sites. They put polymer sites. Nate, link on the frame. Um, I think minor polymer. Yeah, and the magwell cutout. That's also stupid. And maybe they're not polymer. I don't. I don't actually know. Yeah, and they have a hump at the base of the grip, which doesn't make sense either. Like, you think they would get rid of that? Mm, that's how you fill out your the palm of your hand. How do you fill out the palm of your hand on a compact then? I well, we can't do such a visual thing when we're talking on the show right now, but. There's a, a there's a width to the grip of a pistol, and a depth, and on some firearms you can you can change the depth through plastic inserts like an XD, and on a Glock I'm pretty sure it's fixed, maybe this new generation it's not I don't know, and women will sometimes want it shorter. Some women can't carry a double stack mag because their hands are too small, so they have to have a single stack. That way, the frame is narrower width-wise. It's thinner. Because the double stack is generally almost twice as wide because you're stacking bullets pretty much side-by-side side to fit a higher-capacity magazine. I think this image kind of illustrates the problem with the uh, 
Channel named link to D38LNQ9 of 5S4T3T6 Cloud French Net. It looks really subtle in the image. It's like only when you're looking at the very edge can you tell. I'd have to hold one. But I could see how that could be a problem if you have muscle memory. You just have this random nub. Because when I use my keyboard, my complaint with the new Apple keyboards, the desktop ones, is literally over a millimeter. But that little difference has changed my muscle memory because the keys are so close to the aluminum, I can't tell when my fingers are on the aluminum and I'm pushing down and nothing fucking happens versus when they're on the key. And if my hands are even slightly cold and I can't quite feel, I can't feel the, the keys uh, actuating under my finger. So I can't tell if I'm pushing a, a key sometimes or just, just the weight of my hands on here will sometimes push a key and all of a sudden there's like a thousand E's across my, or J's or something across my screen. Does that happen Channel, to you? Nate, link yes, to assetsacademy.com. It happens in chat. Like I'll, I'll, I'll hit a key of the chat and then... But you got a desktop keyboard. You got some like curvy Microsoft one. No, it's a Kinesis Freestyle 2. It's split down the middle. But I was just linking you right now. This is my the gun that I have. See how the mag sits into the frame perfectly? Like that's... In my opinion, that's how uh, you all handguns should be. An image of a SIG. What what is this? SP twenty twenty two. That's what I have. It's a nine mil. Yeah, it's got the little how, rail. See how the mag sits fits into the frame perfectly like that. <clears throat> that's because your mag is flared to give a, a little pinky finger grip and to be extended out to extend the handle. When yeah, that's how a, SIG. When you have a subcompact. Uh, Glock, for example, you can get an extender thingy that extends and fills out the whole bottom of your mag. But that's a special mag that you would no, have to No, it's get. just a thing that you swap out on the bottom of your magazine. That little, the bottom of the mag, that little kind of like squared off portion of the Glock mag, um, when you push the little uh, retention piece in, you can slip it off. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's you can cool. disassemble the mag. Let me grab one. Um, I've got my mag right here. Yeah, there's a little button you push in below the Glock symbol, and then it slides forward. And then I'm not going to do it because, for all I know, the uh, the follower and spring is going to shoot out. But actually, I should probably replace my springs anyway because it's getting a little compressed the one thing i like about the gen 5 glock is it has you could change the uh, back straps on it yeah that's what i'm talking about to fill out the hand is that what you were talking about no i was talking about something different earlier oh we're talking oh. about the hump we can, we're, we the hu yeah the hump the isn't that the back strap uh, no it's it just it's like this part that comes off the bottom like off the mag which it just leaves this gap of space so that's, that's still there about. yeah that's still there but on the gen 5 they have like these rails that run up and up and down the back of the gun like the back of the frame where that, the, yeah the that's palm what goes. i was referring to and you could put uh different uh back straps on it to adjust your grip yeah, which would probably help well, it's for men with big hands and for women with tiny hands. 
because there's a lot of female cops that can't hold the Glock because it's a double stack and it's got a fixed depth to the the actual grip. There's plenty of guns with big grips, though. The Bre- Have you ever held a Beretta? I know there's plenty, but like, that is what they're tailoring their firearm to, is to be able to accommodate I think, everybody. I don't think it has to do with how wide the grip is on the Glock that's the problem. I think it's just the overall... it is. It's the depth and the width that makes it a problem. It's like you're holding a block. It's just like this... It's not ergonomic. Um... Whereas a SIG, they're still really wide too. Like my gun's got a wide grip, but it's ergonomic and your your the grip is more recessed. I mean, the Glocks is more recessed at the top. It, you go in pretty far at the top, but it's just the bottom it comes out too far and I think that's that's why I have problems with it and um other <clears throat> other people have problems with it too. Oh yeah, your <clears throat> burping reminds me. Isn't there a new season of Rick and Morty? Uh I think it got delayed, didn't it? Oh. Oh, then maybe I was watching Archer. Because there's like two seasons I haven't seen. I forgot all about it. Yeah. I was watching I, it the other day. I, I'm way far behind on that show. Um, Still good. So yeah, that, uh, that Attack 9 lower. Yeah, how's that going to work? Uh, what do you mean? How's it going to work? Well, it, if you put a stock on it, you have to register or you have to pay for SBR. No, uh, I put a I put a fixed stock on it and then get a uh, uh, like a seven and a half inch uh, barrel or fixed. a ten and a half. So one of those little posts. It's it's they sell like M sixteen style stocks. You can get where they're fixed. Okay, what's the seven inch part you're saying? Uh, the barrel. Seven and a half inch or ten and a half inch. Yeah. Isn't that an SBR? A short build rifle? Uh, I think it has to be... For it to be a pistol, I think it's anything below 12 inches. Let me confirm that. No. For any gun, for any long gun with a barrel less than 16 inches, that is an SBR. You have to pay like a $300 tax or something. Fact. The AR pistol. Let me consult the idiot list for the next nerdy topic. But the... I guess you could do it without the stock. You could just leave the buffer tube on it. I don't know. NRA, ILA. That's what you want to look up. They'll tell you about California laws. Um... But if I do a pistol length length barrel on it, I'll have a little PDW, and I would just I would use the Glock mags as the uh, the forward the front grip. That'd be cool. Like uh, I think that's how PDWs are. They're little um, personal defense weapon. It's like a. a mix of a it takes features of an smg and a rifle assault rifle and blends them together get the real deal though you want the uh real mags not the chinese shit because it won't feed right yeah <clears throat> all right you want to talk about uh, mac rumors sure you hear about marzipan it's a rumor that they're going that apple will announce sometime probably in june or next year 
that there will be some type of ability to run iOS apps on the Mac. I called it. I knew it was coming. Yeah, that's probably the right way to do it, too. Because then you're bringing all of the iOS app store to the Mac. Yeah, that's cool. And hopefully, ARM-based Macs. Which would mean no more Windows. I don't know what the performance would be on those. That would be fantastic. The iPad benchmarks faster than the MacBook Pro. Hmm. GPU and CPU. GPU by a long shot. So if there's no Mac Pro till next year, maybe next year will be the transition. Because I doubt that they would come out with an Intel-based Mac right when Intel's having all of these security problems, yet another chip flaw that creates a huge vulnerability for everybody including uh businesses like amazon where they're like leasing out a server that has 100 customers on it running their business there and all it takes is for one malicious user to rent out any size instance and then they can break out of the virtualization and steal keys credentials or install something some persistent malicious toolkit into um the neighbors of that virtual machine and sit there above all the other virtual machines and just peer in on their traffic. They can steal bank credentials. All of these people that are renting servers from Amazon, which is the whole U S economy is now vulnerable because of Intel. Didn't, wasn't there another major thing that they were going to disclose too? Coming up? Intel? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. But did they actually disclose all the details already, or is that... I don't think so. Yeah, because that... I... Yeah. It's a... It's like that Meltdown or Spectre vulnerability that we did discuss. You probably don't remember. Yeah, there's both... There's, yeah, both yeah. of those. It's like that, but worse. Right. Yeah. I mean, is AMD affected too? That, we don't know. But AMD's already got the problem with all of their fucking Chinese suppliers putting uh, actual backdoors into every component on one of those AMD motherboards. It's a sad state. So hopefully Apple will tell them to go fuck themselves and then the only Intel part that they buy is maybe their, their modems. LT they, modems, yeah. They need the modems to get away from Qualcomm, who's been shaking them, shaking them down, charging them five times the licensing fee just to get LTE. Well, Qualcomm was it, right? It was, yeah, Qualcomm. Yeah, it was them for a while. Does it, what are those other ones? There's like a Theros... No, Qualcomm is a Theros. Broadcom, yeah. Broadcom's even bigger than Qualcomm, aren't they? I heard they were talking about acquiring them. Yeah. I don't know. I think Broadcom got bought out. They've got a bunch of Chinese money now. And um, I'm pretty sure that the 
Qualcomm acquisition was blocked for national security reasons. Because they also acquired NXP, which was the chosen one from by Apple for their um, secure enclave, or secure element, whatever they're calling it now, the hardware security chip, along with the NFC on the Apple Watch, the phone, probably the iMac and the or the iMac Pro and the MacBook Pros, because they all have little secure elements on them now. The iPad also. And any of those devices that have USB, or no, uh, NFC, same thing. When I did a Google search for Broadcom, it says Broadcom's ARM server chip lives as Cavium's 2 socket, Thunder X2. It's got 32 cores, 64-bit, no Intel. Yeah, it's those a, Cavium chips are really cool. You can two, yeah, two socket arm ver- go to packet.net. Packet.net. Yeah. And look up their products. No. Pricing, <clears throat> bare metal pricing. And look at their 96 core Cavium Arm V8. It's two 48 core Thunder X chips. Fantastic. Imagine how many jails you could put on there. You could probably have like a thousand customers going off that 96 core box and nobody would feel anybody else's workload because there's just so many cores to distribute the workload and 128 gigs of RAM. The problem is there's no ZFS support on ARM. So there's little things like that that wouldn't work. Like you couldn't rent game servers or Steam game servers off of this ARM server platform. Well, yeah, if there's no ZFS, you can't do jails anyway. Well, you can't use IO cage, which is the jail manager that I like. So you can do jails, but you'd be using easy jail or just doing it the old fashioned way and you'd be using UFS. So your file system. Oh yeah. UFS. Be limited. Cause that's what ZFS is. Is not based off UFS. No. Uh, ZFS was just some like made up thing from sun that was ported from Solaris their Unix operating system too. What's the time. one that was supposed to be even better than ZFS, but it never really took off or they're still working on Butter it? ButterFS? Butter, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. funny thing is they never tested their RAID 5 configuration and it turns out you can't restore it. Once you lose a disk, you're fucked. You lost your data. <laughs> <laughs> because they never tested it. So they have this black mark. And people are afraid to use ButterFS, but companies like uh, SUSE or Novell, or yeah, it's Novell who owns them, I guess. Um, they're still going full retard with it. They're like, yeah, we're doing default installs on ButterFS, and I think it was that distro. And they're just pushing through, making the development work, and they've they've done well so far. Like it, the OS has that as its key feature. So when you do backups or instant snapshots, everything is fully integrated into the OS. You just right-click, hit snapshot, and everything is instantly frozen in that state perfectly, and then you can restore instantly, too. There's no delays. And it's all live while you're using the OS because it's just a bookmark in the file system. It's really slick. The closest thing to that on FreeBSD would be TrueOS, which is who... uh, that IX Systems is a server company, and they also have this fork of FreeBSD that they maintain, and they recontribute stuff back into FreeBSD, 
and they're the guys that maintain IO cage. I also want to buy a server from them, but it's going to be like 10 grand. I'll read you the specs. Uh, they quoted me 10 grand for a E5 2603. It's a V4. I'd rather have a newer chip, but this one's got six cores, which may be what I want because then I can dedicate multiple jails to just doing hardcore tasks all the time. Uh, and of course it's Intel. So the problem is I'm vulnerable to all this shit that's been going around. Uh, 10, no, 12, 12 terabyte drives. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. 12 times 12, 144, 144. terabytes. So I'm probably going to pare that down and just put a couple of 12 terabyte drives in there. And then there's a 480 gig read cache. 200 gig write cache just enough that I can do I don't know several hundred megabytes a second over or maybe a gigabyte per second over the uh, 10 gig NIC but the problem is right now he's got it quoted as a SP, SFP plus module I don't want that optical or copper stuff I want um, RJ45 wait a minute yeah I uh, said, so, wait, explain SFP plus again. I've, it's the I'm little, to... the little module that you can put on certain routers or switches. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. I was like, it yeah. wasn't registering. Um, so uh, did, did you link, let me link this. Oh, you didn't link it. I thought you did. No, it's a PDF in my inbox. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's a quote. You can't get their, uh, their stuff directly off their site. Maybe SFP lets me put RJ45. I don't actually know. It looks like it's just a small form factor, like fiber connector. Well, you can put different, you could put like a fiber connector or a uh, RJ45 oh, yeah. in those, right? You're right. I am stupid. You could just, I think you could just put a RJ45 connector on there. You gotta buy it though. Yeah, well, it's quoted in the price. The majority um, of the cost is probably the drives. I moved to an eighth gen Intel build. Speaking of, yeah, I think we were talking about that last time. Did we? How's the performance? It's good. It's, uh, everything's fast. It runs pretty uh, cool and. Um, I haven't seen the difference yet between a six core and an eight core. Uh, I don't know if I will. Or a six core and a four core. I mean, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's good so far. Probably when I start running more VMs, that's where I'll see the biggest. How much, how much RAM do you have? Right now, I've only got sixteen. I'm gonna upgrade it to thirty-two soon. You should check out Vagrant. I know it'll work on Windows. You're going to love it. You can... Here. Well, take a look at my GitHub. Go to... 
github.com slash station group slash vagrant labs link in the show notes if I'm not too lazy to add them if you click on one of the folders in my github repository here like offspring idea it's randomly generated name that'll show you that there's three Ubuntu instances in this Vagrant file. If you click on the Vagrant file, you can write yeah. out how you want the port forwarding, the specs, like the disk size, how much RAM, uh, the number of CPUs, and this thing will go out of its way to find the operating system that you define here, pull it down, install it, and then run all of this headless. Then insert your SSH key into the box, and you just type in a little command and console into your box and manage it so you could just have a single instance in here and then you can have another so you can have different folders set up for different configurations of servers and with a single command generate them if they don't exist start them up if they do exist and turn them all off or destroy them all at the same time it's a management tool for all your virtual machines but it defines it all in this really simple text file. Huh. Well, I'm installing Vagrant right now. And it it wants to work with VirtualBox because that's what it evolved to use, but you can do it with Hyper-V, the Microsoft thing, which won't play nice with other virtual machines, so install them separately, not at the same time. And it'll also work with stuff like uh, VMware. There's, like for the uh, Offspring idea, Vagrant Lab that I have here in this GitHub, this Vagrant file relies on a plugin. It's in the readme. It tells you to Vagrant plugin install Vagrant disk size. And then whatever disk you have, when you use that, uh, the text strings that that are in this Vagrant file, it'll resize the disks because technically when you make a vagrant box it's kind of set in stone it's like a virtual appliance like a toaster that you just plug in and it it has everything in its spec there are certain right. parts of it that you can change like ram and it's CPUs. not dynamic yeah and i actually use this on my bare metal server that i run at vulture and i have a little vagrant file that starts a freebsd box on a freebsd box that then runs a FreeBSD jail because I was doing an experiment and it's a really convoluted, stupid way to do it, but right now I'm doing it. And I have a Yacy search engine, so I'm, I'm offloading the job of downloading tens of gigs and indexing all these websites, all of these uh, like documentation and like nerdy sites, all the sites I would Google when I, my internet breaks. And then I'm gonna take that <clears throat> Yacy search engine which is just all self-contained in a little a little tech, like a folder. I'm going to zip it up, bring it into my local network. And then when I get that IX system server, I'm going to run my own Google basically on site. That's cool. So when my internet goes out and I need to unfuck it, I can Google it on my LAN without internet. Or just That's unzip really cool. it on my local computer and run it. Because it's just a self, in that folder, it's a self-contained Java search engine. And that's Java. That's why I ran it in a virtual machine. Because I don't want to dirty my 
<laughs> my uh, pristine system with Java. Yuck. But out of all the Java software I've ever used, this one's really high performance. Uses as many cores as I've thrown at it. It'll use eight. I, have, I don't have more to throw at it on uh, the server that I'm renting, but it's good. It's been chugging along for a week, maybe two. And Vagrant helps me uh, turn that thing on and off. It'll also let me just export the disk image and run the virtual machine here at my at my desk. So I could just take that that uh, virtual box image and run it on my computer here. And I can send it to you, and you would have your own Google as well. Yeah, that's cool. I like that idea. That's probably what I should do. Because in the Vagrant file, it would have the uh, port forwarding. So I could just... That's what I'm going to do. There we go. I'll just... Uh, I'll Long term, I'll make this a GitHub thing. And then you just run this Vagrant file, and then you'll have your own EAC search engine that has a bunch of stuff already pre-cached. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to host it, though, because that's going to cost a lot of money. Anyway. Yeah. What else is on the list? Um, Steam Link. Oh, yeah, that Steam Link thing. That's cool. You're going to be able to stream any games in your Steam library over the internet to your mo your mobile device. Yeah, you could stream a game right to your iPhone. Yeah. So can you play the game on your phone that is then played on your computer? I guess. I get, I like the way I'm understanding it is your phone is just like a terminal to your your the game running on your host machine. So you're uh well and part the other thing I was reading too is you have to have a either a wired or a five gigahertz connection on the host device to be able to do it. But then I'm thinking, what if I'm on LTE on my phone trying to do that with that latency? That's not gonna work. Yeah. So you're gonna have to be on Wi Fi. Yeah. So it's like your computer's in one room, your PC is in one room, and you wanna have it streamed to a iPad in the other room in your bed. That's what I'm guessing. Or maybe an yeah. Apple TV. They're going to have to do lots of compression to get that to, even to work over Wi-Fi because uh, how it's much bandwidth going over to yeah, a Steam but like, Link. Think, yeah, but they that's do an even better local job. network though. That's with, that's with no latency on your local network. I think this is only intended for your local network. No, you'll be able to do it over the internet. No. I think so. No. Let's look. Consult the book of knowledge. It says 5 gigahertz or Ethernet. But I don't know if that's just your host device has to be connected that way. It doesn't say that... It says Steam Link. And iOS device while connected via 5 gigahertz or... Ethernet. Yeah, but how, you're not going to wire your iPhone, so... Technically, you can, but yeah, you're not going to. Because it, it does... It is running macOS, or form of it, and it does have similar drivers 
So if a device is compatible with, uh, like a network device, is compatible with the Mac, you can technically, if you can power it over that USB connection, you can technically run an Ethernet, a USB to Ethernet adapter off your iPhone or your iPad. Says the Steam Video and Steam Link app will allow users to enjoy the content in both streaming and offline modes. Over Wi-Fi or LTE. What the fuck? All right. Yeah. So it's over the internet. That better be peer peer to peer. That's cool. Let me know how it works. There'll be some latency, I'm sure, but. Yeah, I gotta uh, water the uh, bushes. Oh man, I've gotta um, make a Jackson Pollock in the porcelain <laughs> throne. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Until next week, bringyourwallet.com/slash/contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet. No, frothymix.info/slash/donate. Share the show. Froth- support the show. Frothy mix is what's gonna be in your toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Sayonara.